Hello and welcome to the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host here on the show. My name is Colton G. And here on today's episode of the DTP, I am joined by Sanjay Saran, lead singer of Delhi to Dublin, as we discuss the group's upcoming album, We Got This. Of course, before I go ahead and do that, I want to take a quick moment to shout out those of you among the DTP audience who have listened to last week's episode, who have taken that moment to check out my conversation with Jeff Burrows, the drummer of the Tea Party. I had a great time talking to Jeff, and I got a lot of positive feedback about that episode, especially about the two EPs that they have planned for release in the future. If you missed that episode or those details, you can, of course, find that episode in the DTP backlog, as well as 65 other great conversations with talented, motivated individuals that I am sure that you will love. And of course, I want to take another quick moment to shout out I love DTP.com because that is how you guys get yourself the latest Desert Tiger podcast merch so that you can rep the show and your love for it everywhere that you go. All right. Delhi to Dublin have built a solid reputation for good vibes and great dance music since the release of their self-titled debut album in 2007. Sanjay Saran and the rest of Delhi to Dublin have always carried a positive message with their music. But with their upcoming 2019 release, We Got This, the group has shifted that message to the forefront of their songs. Teaming with certified hit song maker Gavin Brown, yes, the same Gavin Brown that you heard about in my conversation with Monster Truck, Delhi to Dublin has evolved their songwriting to a level that they feel is truly special. Taking steps away from the West Coast bass driven sound that they've been known for, We Got This has a strong pop influence that still holds the key elements that have always connected Delhi to Dublin to their audience. Their messages of acceptance, friendship, culture, good times, and love still ring stronger than ever. With songs like Home and My People, which you're going to hear later on in this episode, the group strives to prove that no matter the background, beautiful souls light up the world wherever they are. Sanjay Saran joins the Desert Tiger podcast today to discuss Delhi to Dublin's upcoming album, We Got This. It actually releases the day after this episode comes out. So if you're listening to this episode any day other than the 16th of May 2019, We Got This is already out. But that is okay, because you, you still want to know all the juicy details about what went into crafting this album. All the hard work, the long process that went into making this, because there's been a four-year break in between albums here for Delhi to Dublin, and they really, really wanted to put their heart and soul into this album to make sure that they captured the spirit of the people 
and the energy that they have experienced with all their travels worldwide. And I hope that you're going to get that feeling from Sanjay himself in my conversation with him today. And I hope that you're also going to get that vibe as we are about to play you one of the tracks that we mentioned earlier, one of the tracks off of this upcoming album, We Got This, that sees Delhi to Dublin taking brave new steps forward into making sure that their voice rings further and more powerfully than ever. This song is called My People.
We are here with Sanjay from Delhi to Dublin. They are currently about to release their next album, We Got This. It actually comes out tomorrow as of when this episode drops. So how is it going today, Sanjay? How is the hype leading up to the release of the new album? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, it's funny. There was a lot of hype. We were just in uh, Toronto for Canadian Music Week. So we were, you know, we were in the hype. We're like, yeah, we're releasing an album, doing a bunch of press. And it's funny because right now I'm sitting in the West Coast, you know, in the rain of Galliano Island right now. It's a really nice rainy spring day, you know, really opposite of what it was like in Toronto. So it's almost like, oh, yeah, our album is coming out. I've kind of forgotten, but not really, man. I've been working on this album for a couple of years. So, yeah, I'm stoked um, when a release happens, you know, like... It's it's a thing like if you're giving birth to this this being that's gonna live on forever without now and and once it's released it's it's no longer anything to do with us you know like it'll have a life of its own it'll have relationships with our audience of of their if, of its own uh, all outside of of what we are and and what we have control over so it is it's always interesting but I guess we've done a few releases now where it's like okay it's gonna get released and and then it just takes time like it just like it's gonna live on and it's gonna do its thing and it's kind of it's really great to watch the growth of what's gonna happen I think that's more exciting for me than the actual release date because I mean like honestly it's not like a Michael Jackson album coming out or I guess you know you know, it's not a huge pop album from the 80s where people would line up to get it it's like it's gonna be fully available on all platforms so I, I feel like the release date itself is not as important as what will happen in the coming months and how it will it'll grow and how it will and what the audience reactions will be and all that that sort of thing is is the really exciting part for me like to watch this album become a toddler and then a child and then an adult you know like that whole growth that growth cycle mm-hmm definitely and Especially listening to this album and hearing all the emotions and the intention that is put behind it, it's got to be exciting to see what the fans and the world are going to interpret the songs. Because, of course, you have your own meaning to it, but what is it going to mean to them? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, right? Like, that's what we want. That's what we're. That's the exciting part to watch what it's going to mean to people. Um, yes, we definitely put like you know our our intention behind the album, and the album is full of. Uh, I feel we did a good job of expressing a lot of positivity in terms of banding together, coming together to move forward through a time that's kind of really messed up. Like it's like one of the most messed up times in in history, you know, right now and maybe it's always been messed up time in history, you know, and 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 it's just like. And, and music has always been there. And I think we did that this time. And we did a good job of, you know, putting this record together where it's like, okay, like, we can be okay. We can see the good in things. And it takes dark for light to exist, you know. So that that kind of sentiment is there and exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. And it's not to say that, like, things are m- so much more worse than they were 20 years ago. It's just it's much more apparent in... Right, and... And also, sorry to interrupt you, but like also much more, like maybe almost inflated because I really feel we flock to negativity. Negativity is like people love to talk trash about people. People like 
to gossip. People like to to read up on all the bad things that are happening because I'm not sure. Like I'm not. Sure. I, I don't understand the human psyche there and what it does. Like it almost makes me feel like it's all good. Like we can grumble and complain, and it's almost like it's easier just to be positive and focus on the good and then move forward towards that. And then if you know, and if energy can shift there, that's an amazing thing. So. Yeah, you're right. Like it is maybe more apparent, and with social media and everything, with with it at our fingertips, we are able to see all the bad things that are happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the past, you know, you'd have to read the paper for that, or you'd have to watch the news at six o'clock or something to get that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And in the rest of the day, doesn't necessarily have to be. You're not bombarded with messages of negativity. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that there isn't a lot of positivity out there, but I just feel like people are drawn to that negative thing. Uh, and I am too. Like everyone, it's just, I don't know what it is, right? So mm-hmm. it's there. And so for to create these, the more the more people out there focusing on the good and moving towards the good, I think is is a good thing. Oh, I one hundred percent agree, and it's true because, and it's hard to avoid because you might not even like purposely be trying to look for the negative thing, but that could be the first thing that pops up as soon as you open your app or something else that could be like the top news story is probably going to be something negative and where like you said like you would have to you wouldn't get that news until the next day's paper or the six o'clock news and now it's just like it's right there instant and and unfortunately people are checking their phones like first thing like they wake up and there's no morning routine it's like check your phone check instagram it's like man i don't know if that's a good thing to be doing well i don't think it's a good thing to be doing and uh yeah like i also you know i remember when i was a kid and i used to watch like the news like or my dad would be watching the news and i remember uh, like i you know we grew up in, in in a suburb of vancouver so it's like we would be watching like tony parsons or whatever and like there was this guy there was a segment and i don't remember his name but he would always be at the end of the news hour and he was it was always like the one really positive story about like some kid who lost the basketball and someone found it and brought it to them or like some little good thing that happened in the community and you're like why you know like i guess that's not you know it's news but it's like why is the why is good news never as good as bad news right so like i used to like like those little stories and it was unfortunate that it was like like a two minute segment that was always at the at the end of the hour mm-hmm. i thought that was it was always great I forgot what that guy's name was he was awesome <laughs> yeah just trying to leave you off with a positive note after yeah hitting you with all of the bad news of the like, day yeah sorry humans we're stupid and killing each other uh we've been talking about that for an hour oh and by the way this really good thing happened you're like oh man <laughs> uh i love it i love it Okay, so you mentioned earlier that this album has been uh, a few years in building. Your last album was actually in 2015, We're All Desi. So what has the process been like for crafting We Got This? Okay, so we went into it as we normally would, start writing songs, right? Like, okay, hey, we should probably start getting an album together because by the time we finish it, it's going to be a few years. So start writing songs, start writing songs. In the vein of Delhi to Dublin, you know, where our background is electronic music. We're All Desi was a definitely very electronic album. That album was produced by Nick Middleton of the Funk Hunters. So it had that West Coast ghetto funk feel all over it. And and then so we were like, okay, that album's come out. Let's let's start writing some songs. And and in Delhi to Dublin vein, it was you know dance songs, party tracks, feel good vibes um, generally. And 
and then as we got closer and closer to you know as time went on then you know you start to meet you're writing with different people writing sessions happen and then we met uh we were introduced to gavin brown gavin is a crazy hit making producer who we initially set out to write maybe one or two songs with so our management hooked that up we were meeting up to write one or two songs we're like okay we need to up our game let's let's put out one or two songs that will live in the pop world or try to move more towards the pop world and really get our message out to more people and see what we can do because we were we were honestly kind of a little bit tired of where and what we've done in terms of it was almost like a, we've reached a, like a glass ceiling for a band like us and there was like not much more we could do so I, we actually had a conversation about it we played a festival up in um, Juneau, Alaska and we were playing a state fair up there and we were in a we each had a yurt overlooking a river and an and a old glacier it was amazing I think the glacier was something like 13,000 years old beautiful beautiful scenery and we're sitting there in a yurt having a meeting about what we want to do and we each you know the three the three owners of the band me Rub and T were like well we feel we've basically done everything we can do and we want to move forward we want to we want to we want to take this to the next level or learn something different or experience something different so that it's still exciting for us otherwise let's call it a day and and move on because we've basically done everything and that's where the idea of writing, like, let's let's really get one or two songs in in that in that next world. So meeting Gavin, talking to him, was awesome because I mean he's done this so many times. He's worked, you know, he's worked with Metric, he's worked with Fifty Four Forty, he's worked with Tragically Hip, The Bare Naked Ladies, like Junos and Grammys and all kinds of stuff. So this guy's like he knows what he's doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to trust someone like this because they've seen it. And what he was able to do with us was really explain to us what we are from an outsider, where, you know, you, you inside, you, you, you're too in it, and you have your own perception of what you are and what you think you want to be. And he was like, look, guys, this is what you are. Like, I see it in your music. I see it in your message. I see it in your vibe. I see it in everything. So let's embrace what you are. And that's what, you know, what Delhi to Dublin is is a you know our vibe is positive our shows are crazy energy with a lot of positive vibe and that's that's not just coming from us it's like just it just builds with the audience and he's like let's write an album he didn't you know at first like let's write a song that has that that vibe and present it in a way that's global like it's it's way bigger than anything you guys are and and the comparison was made to like why you guys should should be living in the world of Bob Marley because that's what your message has always been. Granted, in the past, a lot of it's been, the lyrics have been in Punjabi, so, you know, people may not even know what we are singing about or whatever. And it was great to hear it from Gavin and be like, listen, man, like, you know, and he was, and we were almost in denial, like, well, we're an electronic act. We're an underground electronic. We want to stay. Mm-hmm. For what reason? I don't know. Like, we think maybe that's cooler or not. I don't know. And he was really... He was really awesome about explaining how awesome pop music is. And, and we we're like, yeah, we love pop music. And it's like, this is the way to reach as many people as you possibly can. We're like, okay, we get it. We understand. This is actually really cool because I think it just gets a bad rap a lot of times. You're like, oh, pop music. Like, what does that even mean? It's like, it doesn't even mean anything. It means popular music. You know? Like, mm-hmm. So 
that was an uh, awesome experience to to come across someone who has such a positive energy towards music and a positive vibe towards writing. And basically, after we had a terrible writing session with him, we, <laughs> we wrote two really bad songs and had a really good time. We decided to go back because we're like, let's give this another chance. And and we 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 did, and the result was the song "My People" that just came out recently, uh, the second single off the album. And then, at that point, we the band decided that this is awesome. We're having fun. This is new new experiences. Let's write the whole album. And that's when it was like the start happened. So at this point, you know, we've probably written, I don't know, like thirty songs already. And then we went in with some, and we wrote some new ones, and really honed in on what the message was. What are we trying to say? And we wrote an out al- like a whole album around that, and brought in a couple of other tracks that we had already worked with um, other producers like Conrad Old Money um, with, and brought that to the table, and and really presented the package like this. So it's like okay, there's this 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 message of unity, getting through it, banding together. And then there's some party tracks like Wobble and, and that sort of thing where, you know, feel good stuff that's just in, in the Delhi to Dublin world anyway. But like, yeah, it, it, it was a long process. A lot of songs written. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then finally, you know, we kind of came to a place where we're like, this is what needs to be done. And then we were able to actually write the album. Besides allowing you to see what the band actually could be what else did gavin bring to the songwriting process for the album you guys have done like some pop styled stuff before but the sounds on this album definitely take a departure from the west coast based style of the previous efforts the west coast based thing is amazing especially for us who live in the west coast and you'll find that if you go and travel to other places, it doesn't always resonate with people because they're just not West Coasters. You know, like mm-hmm. West, the West is different. And and so, but a good song will resonate with everybody. So instead of, I know, like for a lack of a better word, hiding behind the, the, the bass production, we relaxed on that side of things. And allowed the song to shine through and that's what Gavin Gavin really brought and he brings a wealth of knowledge he's just done it so much with with and and had so much success that's with someone who's had that kind of success isn't is not scared isn't uh isn't pensive and is is willing to just move forward and under, and and has a sense of understanding that we just didn't have and that's what a great producer is and he is. He's a great producer. Um, and he also introduced us to Maya Davies, who we wrote a bunch of songs with. Um, mm-hmm. She she was signed to him, and so she was in the session. So it would be, you know, me, myself, T, uh, and, and Maya writing these songs there with Gavin. Um, and Rub was there sometimes, too, and it was, it was awesome. It was a really great, just a good, positive vibe and environment to be in. Okay, well, yeah, he is a certified hip maker across various genres. Yeah, like he's got the number one, longest running number one Christian song in the U.S. right now. I think, maybe still, like it was something like, for like, it was number one for like 360 days or something like that. Like some crazy records broken and I'm like, you know, this is, 
he's not a, he's he's far from like a really good Christian, but it, it, to him <laughs> he doesn't you know he doesn't box himself in. He's like it's music. Mm-hmm. The message is the message, and music is music, and he's able to like you know transcend any of that that kind of those kind of uh, labels. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it. Is he was a big part of two of the nominees for Juno Rock Album of the Year for this yep. previous year as well. So basically, yep. to say he helped, even though you guys always did have a positive message, he helped you guys focus more on the message first and less from the beat first. Yes, hundred percent, and more on the song. More importantly than anything, like the delivery, the song. Than the beats, yeah, okay. for sure. All right, so let's talk about that latest single that you mentioned, "My People." What exactly does it mean to you? I mean, listening to the song, I can definitely get a vibe. But please explain it for yourself. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the joke would be like, "Oh yeah, my people are everywhere, like Punjabi people walking around everywhere." But it's not, it's, you know, it's not that. It's not very. It's not as literal as that. It is more like. We tour a lot, we've seen a lot of things, and we spend a lot of time in the U.S. And when you, it's very easy, again, like to get lost, like lost in that negativity about what's, what the media is presenting and what, mm-hmm. what you feel is out there. We have been down there and come across some not cool things. Um, stuff has been said to us, and we've been made to feel uncomfortable. Um, I've had, you know, someone... Like right after Trump came in, I, I remember being in California, and this like person just like crossed the road, looked at us, and just started like yelling and being like just anger. And I was like, "Whoa! Like I, I don't even know what this is about. Like, is this about Trump? Or are you just an angry person, or what?" Mm-hmm. Like, but the the reality is, I mean, even when we're in the Midwest, in the down south, like in in Arkansas or whatever, we come across people who are awesome. And that's what that song is about. It's about all the awesome people that are actually out there. And those are our people. Those are the people fighting the good fight. Those are the people who are just amazing in, in pockets of um, wonder, wonderful people where, where you think there might not be because of what the media might portray or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, like this is like when, you know, three brown guys on a stage with a dole drum and bhangra beats to an audience that is all like majority white in the Midwest, you would think that that wouldn't go well. And it does, it's not like that. That's not the reality. Like the truth is there is bad things happening, but there's amazing people down there as well. And that's, that's real. That's my people. Those are our people. Mm-hmm. That's like a salute to them. Thank you for being awesome. And you know, I think the more you could focus on how good everybody really is, it's like, it's a, they deserve props too it's beautiful i love the message (laughs) thanks man all right well thank you so much for joining me here today sanjay to discuss the new album we got this which drops may 17th i can't wait to hear it all for myself right on thanks for having me i am the son of an immigrant
Delhi to Dublin's new album, We Got This, releases worldwide on all platforms this May, the 17th of 2019, which means if you are listening to this episode any day after that date, that album is already out. You can already get your hands on it, on your Spotify, on your Apple Music, on your Google Play Music, in your iTunes library, wherever it is that you buy or stream your music, you are going to be able to find this album if you are listening to this episode on Thursday. You can go ahead and pre-save the album. Head on over to the Delhi to Dublin social media pages or even their website. Very, very easy. Just Delhi to, like the number, Dublin.com and you will find out all the information you need to know about that. I want to take a moment to thank Sanjay Saran for joining me here on this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast and for sharing with me and you guys, the audience here of the DTP, just exactly what this album means to them. I am hoping for very, very big things for this album. I got to listen to it beforehand and I am very excited for this group. This album is very powerful. It has a great 
message behind it. And I'm hoping that you guys feel the same way. I want to go ahead and thank Strut Entertainment. That's right. Why Colton three weeks in a row? That's right. Strut Entertainment has been knocking the ball out of the park for me here in the month of May. We have been doing some really, really great things together. Of course, they also helped me bring you last week's episode, which featured Jeff Burrows. And the week before that, they helped me bring you Australian songwriter Kim Churchill. And I can't wait to work with Melissa and the team over at Strut Entertainment. Some more great, great people and that's just all I have to say about them. Only good things to say about them. And of course, I have to go ahead and thank you guys, the listeners here of the Desert Tiger Podcast, for tuning in to this episode. Of course, if you want to go ahead and share this episode on any of your social medias, that would be beautiful. I would love you so very much if you went ahead and did that. And if you want to take that one extra step further in supporting the show, Of course, you know that that is ilovedtp.com because that is where you get the shirts, it's where you get the hats, it's where you rep the show everywhere you go and you let your friends, your family, and your enemies know how much you love the DTP. Oh yeah! Alright, like I said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode next week on the show. I am joined by a few of the members of the Apollo Suns. The Apollo Suns have actually recently been nominated for a 2019 Western Canadian Music Award. So I am going to be going to get the entire scoop on just what that means to them. So I hope that you guys are ready to tune in. I'm actually about to jump in the truck right after I finish recording this to head to meet with the Apollo Suns to record that episode. That's right, the grind always continues. So until next week, I hope that you guys are able to enjoy some sun, a nice beautiful day, whatever it is that makes your heart sing. I hope that you find it. All right, have yourself a beautiful day.